0: right you geeks welcome into the echo screen the official podcast of the clan of the gray wolf uh after a long and tumultuous countdown (laughs) i am your host the commodore as always yeah and uh we have rue with us who who is still learning to count down from 10 i um
1: i I had a few diversions there as i was trying to find the button hey how are you doing hi i'm doing good good i'm I'm doing great i i I, I sound bad but i but i'm doing okay how are you you sound pretty
0: awful oh yeah i know
1: yeah, I I, I got the, the creep in Brazilian sickness or whatever it's called nowadays.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like a it's a thing that you're you you you're born with like half a brain. You're not allowed to get bitten by a mosquito if you're pregnant or something like that. I don't know. Oh, I'll try to i, I kind of just taking the news from a distance. You from know what a mean? distance. Yeah. Didn't we, already, a didn't we already we did, do that we in, a, in a previous
1: Yeah, singing too much yeah. Bette Midler. It yeah. happens. It well, happens. Welcome to the Bette Midler cast. We talk about Bette Midler and disease and nothing else. What what has Bette Midler, do you think,
0: what do you think she's been doing in the last 10 years? Sleeping naked on a pile of money. Maybe. You think she's got any left? I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm sure people still hire her to do stuff. She probably plays casinos. That would be my guess. My guess is that what? Bette Midler goes to little small town casinos and plays like, you know, big like Vegas type productions, but at a... At small casinos. Well,
1: first of all, she's seventy. Second of all, did you know she was born on Honolulu?
0: She was born on Honolulu or Honolulu? <laughs> Honolulu? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Also, sure. did no, you know, I didn't know that. Did
1: you know that Abe Vigoda died like last week?
0: No. Yes, Abe Vagoda's dead. That's not. That's not that can't, It's like it, this, is, dead, this is this I'm is this is part of the what we talked I'm about dead. last time. Like David Bowie can't die, and neither can Dave Vigoda. Dave Dave Vigoda? Oh my God. Abe. <laughs> Look at oh,
1: this Poor Dave Bogota. I loved his small huts on the I beach. I said David
0: Bowie. I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: Wait, do we have a podcast we're supposed to be doing?
0: Oh, I thought we really were doing the Bette Midler podcast. <laughs> the Bette Midler. Uh, we
1: talk about Bette Midler and Abe Bogota and yeah, Dave Bogota. And Bacoda. David Bowie. And we mix up the names.
0: <laughs> Dave Midler.
1: But yeah, he was. He was he, there's a, there's Big- your Big- first news and note. He was set 94. Well, I mean, I knew he was old. I mean, perhaps oh my God. most well known for playing the old guy in *Good Burger*. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was his most
0: successful and well-known role. Uh, I need to watch. I need to watch some Godfather*. Anyway. Uh, so we are. That's not the topic du jour, by the way, folks. In case you were worried, we are going to talk today in terms of our overall topic, something that is difficult to define, and as we found out, difficult to encapsulate I, inside a, a single title. Yeah,
1: I had like 15 titles I was going through. I yeah. I don't even know what I why I went with what I went with. But anyway, yeah.
0: we're going to talk today about. But uh, I think something something that a lot of us can relate to, even if we don't use these specific <laughs> services. But we, you and I happen to be Android
1: fanboys.
0: So well, not, I don't hugging, are we Android fanboys? Not hugging I don't feel Android like we're fanboys. Boys. Yes. Eh. We're teetering on the brink. Let's put it that way. Point is, we have entrusted uh, much of our lives to Google and uh, and, and and Google's security policies and We're probably Google's not the only ones. Economic stability uh, for the <clears throat> near and potentially far future. Now, uh, we thought that would be interesting for us to talk a little bit about how our lives have been Googleified, um, how it's affected our lives, and whether or not, if we take a step back, are we happy about that? Are we sad about that? Are we worried about it at all? Um, as you can tell, both of us are, are, are horrendously worried right now, sweating bullets. Uh, so I guess you can probably guess the answer to that question. But my point is we wanted to talk about the Googlification of our lives. And that's what we're going to do tonight for the topic to Du Jour. However, before we do that, as always, we begin with uh, the first portion of the program, which is the TNB, the Tids and bits. Uh, and we're, we can actually call it tid's and bits now because we're really only going to do one a piece, so we're not going to talk for forty minutes. Uh, notes portion Hopefully. of the program. So, so do not you put your tid and or bit? So, actually, we, I'll go first. I was going to say, go hold
1: first. on, hold on. Yeah. Do you have the tid or the bit? Because I'll have the. I have to have the other
0: one. I think you're going to have the bit. I'm going to have the tid tonight. Okay, fine. Do you agree?
1: Only for tonight, and then we'll switch next time.
0: Okay, sounds good. Deal.
1: Google Google I, googly
0: eyes. That'd be cool. Sorry, I got distracted I want to by the chat. Yeah, so this is one of those ones where there were like 100 a, a things for us to talk about for the news and notes, so limiting it to one is difficult. But uh, I want to talk about something that is definitely a part of the public consciousness right now. Here we are, February 2016. Um, during the uh, – the uh, well, during in the month of December, for most people, it was either on a winter break from work or winter break from school, what have you, Christmas, whatever you want to call it. Um, Netflix released a documentary called Making a Murderer Netflix releasing a documentary Doesn't really probably Set too many people On fire On saying hey this is, this is a great newsworthy Tidbit here Commodore But uh, <clears throat> any of you That have pretty much paid attention To almost any media in the last Month, month and a half Have seen that, that documentary called Making a Murderer Which is a ten part nearly 11 hour documentary um, is uh, is about uh, a, a gentleman that has that was wrongly convicted in this in the wonderful state of Wisconsin well, rural Wisconsin oh yeah and then uh, actually was arrested after upon release spent 18 years in jail was proven not uh, to be guilty of the crime um, uh, definitively and then within a year of being released uh, is actually accused and goes to trial. For a different
1: yes. murder. It's the the unluckiest person in the world if he Yeah, so 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 the, the documentary goes over this guy's life. It's it's not unlike the very popular podcast serial which came out last year, uh, in its first season followed something similar of a potentially wrongly accused person who's in jail for murder. Um yes. but in this case, you know, it basically goes over a lot of the you know, pits and pitfalls 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 pitfalls, um, hurdles potentially incorrect things that uh, either the justice system or law enforcement did and why they that might have contributed to this guy being in jail the details not so much mattering no
0: and I don't think we we, we, you and I could do an entire show you should probably
1: watch it say that it's only only 10 uh, 10 episodes on Netflix Um, but what I thought was interesting about this bit yes what, and it's or the tid. tid, not the bit. Sorry, yeah. this tid. Yeah, we disagree with <laughs> it. You said the that, contract. <laughs> we said a few, we were talking a few episodes ago about uh, television uh, mm-hmm. and not only, you know, how how television has really reached a, a new go- kind of golden age lately, not television so much as uh, short form media, you know, whatever video. Um Okay. Saying mean, television. television because you don't watch it on the television well necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean the format of what we know as TV is is alive and well. Get on a sidetrack.
1: <laughs> my point is, my point is, is, that let's say television. How not mm-hmm. only it was it in a bit of a golden age, but also the the ways you can consume it have changed. And I think that has also helped. And um, undeniably, yeah, and the fact that you can have because I came back. From, I, I, I wonder if I talked talk, walked talked about this before, but I came back from winter break at work. And I literally had like three people unbeknownst with each other come at come at me. They came at me, bro. Come uh, at me, bro. And they were like, hey, did you watch Making a Murder? Hey, did you watch Making Murder? And then I was yep. like, no. And you're I, like, who are you people? Get the hell out of my office. Exactly, bro. Yep. And, uh, bro, yeah, why do yeah, you like, come at me? Bro? Like, I think I have an office. <laughs> but, um, I
0: meant more of the physical location But yeah, okay, good But it was like
1: all people could talk about for a good couple weeks at least Um, And even And so my thought was like, huh, it's interesting how Even though we, you know It's not the 90s where everyone Goes home On Thursday nights, watches their Seinfeld Or they're mad about you And then goes around the water cooler the next day And says, hey, that Elaine With her wacky dancing, that's pretty funny, right?
0: Yeah, that's hilarious you know, but did you did, did you did you catch the Seinfelds
1: last night? <laughs> but even now, you can have something that you can binge at your own leisure, and it still creates that water cooler talk. So, oh, yeah. so that is one of the that, you know that's the only other thing I've seen lately that kind of does that is uh, Game of Thrones, which is yeah. also very similar to that. So it's very although Game of Thrones
0: still has a broadcast time and slot and everything. That, so that's what I mean. Big, that's that's you know?
1: the only thing I can think of that does that lately. But yeah. that's still kind of traditional TV, um, yeah. but now you have something that's really kind of broken into that zeitgeist uh, yeah. via streaming media only, which is really interesting, and I think a harbinger of things to come, more like that, gotta happen. Agreed, agreed, and I, I,
0: this is, it's a great thing, you should all watch it, um, I'm not necessarily, um, you know, going to to tell you where it's gonna come out, I'm not, certainly not going to uh, try to spoil anything for anybody, Here's here's why I think it's interesting. Like you said, it's it's part of the zeitgeist. I, I I'm less interested necessarily in the in the in the elements of the cases themselves, which, by the way, uh, you know, there has been a legion of people set forth on the internet, amateur sleuths, if you mm, will. Of course, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know who who claim to have um, identified the shooter in the grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 r- wrong crime, but you know what I mean. The um, so people are, are going crazy about trying to do all the analysis and, 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 and figuring out what really happened in, in all these cases. And, and that's wonderful. It's actually fun to, to follow for me. I'm on the Making a Murderer subreddit now. It's fun. It's cool to watch these things. It's great. It's However, interesting. what I think the documentary does better is to, is, to, is to kind of shoot the lens back at the system itself, right? Which yeah. is what it's really supposed to be about. Which is totally agree. If, if people really wanted to. You know, if, if, let's just call them, for, for the sake of argument, let's call them local yokel police officers in yeah. rural Wisconsin. Okay, these people are not exactly, you know, they're not exactly Barney Fife, but on the other end, they're not exactly, you know, Lieutenant Joe Kenda. For all my ID people out there, my ID channel friends, um, you know, these people are 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 not the sharpest tools in the drawer. Okay, and and I, I think to a certain extent. Uh, you know, they, they, they exhibit this behavior for, for a while. And and that's okay. We, we think that's okay, as, as I think, you know, law-abiding citizens, because Mostly. we realize that there are checks and balances in the system to protect us against local yokels that might be, um, you know, egregiously charging people or whatever the case may be. Sure. However, what we see in this documentary is that multiple levels, right, beyond just an arresting officer or, you know, a, a you know, a, uh, a vendetta-driven detective, or what have you—multiple, multiple, multiple levels. Prosecution to superior court, Supreme Court, right? Um, can fail mm-hmm. if uh, if they are more invested in protecting their system, protecting their own power, <clears throat> than they are in trying to find the truth. And that's what I think the the documentary is really about.
1: Exactly. I, I, it it's fun to see to kind of like guess hey is this guy actually guilty or is he innocent but really i think Who the, knows? i think the point yeah I, it's very difficult to ever find that out i think yeah. you're right the point is more casting a light on the justice system in general and seeing uh, where it can fail completely you, whether or not you think the guy did it the fact is um there is there were there were things that were done wrong by the police and the and the justice system uh i mean this is something that has at least in america been in the news for the past couple years also with a racial twinge to it in places yes. like ferguson and and baltimore so this is not but the, i mean that's the thing is that this isn't necessarily racist the race race issue um there can be problems in the in the system at any level anywhere absolutely uh so it's you know
0: it's the other thing like, it made me really question is and, and this, is, about. this is this is yeah, this is kind of rudimentary civics here from, you know, I don't know, sixth grade. But the point is, uh, one of the things I was thinking about when watching this was, you know, we, we, we have a right, at least in, in this country, in America, habeas corpus, you get your day in court, you can- Must have the body. You must have the body. You, you are habeas corpus. But you, you, are, you are tried in front of a jury of your peers. And we've always assumed in that in the in the legal system that we're dealing with rational agents, right? As, as a human being, you are a rational person. One of the questions you'll ask yourself if you watch this documentary is what happens if not everybody that gets pointed to a jury is actually capable of rational thought or is so set in their mindset that it really doesn't matter what gets presented if they're capable of changing their mind by virtue of what's been presented either wow. in the media or so on and That's so forth. That's
1: the double-edged sword of having a jury of your peers.
0: It really is, isn't it? So, you know, but but my point is, what if if there is a jury that is not constituted of people with rational that are capable of rational thought, are they really a jury of your peers? Mm. I don't know. It's just, just one of these things that I thought about that probably nobody else did. Depends if you're a big dummy.
1: <coughs> right. Anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. So I was a big dummy, and so, I, I said, "Hey, what's going on?" So that right, was so the anyway, That was your tit. That's my tit. Now your bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I got two bits. Ha
1: <laughs> ha. So, Bump, bump um a, a quick one wh- two bits for for me <laughs> that's kind of sad <laughs> all right uh a real quick rumor before we move on to the my my actually my actual bit uh yeah. some supposedly mother three there's no and um, yet another rumor it's that time of month uh for mother three to be localized for uh the wii u Oh yeah, uh, that'll happen. Uh, yeah, the, he, what, what we got here is this can't happen today. Actually, Emily, Emily Rogers, writer over at Nintendo Force, has riled up fans uh, after some investigative work. Uh, she tweeted because Twitter's uh, the fall of Western civilization, I think, um, <laughs> that a new uh, Paper Mario game is uh, set to be released, and then she tweeted a picture of a character Kumatora from Mother Three. That doesn't mean anything uh. to you, but it might for other people. And then oh. hashtag twenty sixteen with a smiley face. Okay. So doesn't mean anything. No, not necessarily. But it's interesting. Um, with the death of the Wii U imminent, everyone talking about NX as much as possible lately. Uh, yes, that would be an interesting swan song for the console, wouldn't it? It would. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some writer guy. If it's on Twitter, <laughs> it must be true.
0: Hey, you snuck in a, a bit. I'm gonna sneak in i am I'm gonna sneak in another tip. You're gonna tid, you sneak in, in a bit that.
1: with Dave Batista <laughs> with, with Bimmy Flimflam.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> I am actually right now uh, the, I just want to announce the long. I did this on Twitter. The long nightmare with Windows 10 is finally over. Oh, i there on Windows 10. <laughs> right now, we've got more than 20 minutes on a live program.
1: I thought I, I thought you were going to say you're going to drop out of the race for president of the United States. I have also suspended my campaign. So that's everyone, what everyone's you know, doing that, today.
0: I <laughs> since I since I retained less than 000001 percent of the Iowa caucus, yep. uh, I've decided to suspend my campaign. But I have continued with Windows 10, um, and uh, all it took. Folks, was the replacement of my motherboard.
1: So oh, is that the all? only thing left to do? So, <laughs> nothing left to do. you have the uh, anyway, you so have I'm the yeah. crashed
0: yet, everything's fine.
1: You have the computer of Perseus at, at this point. You replaced all Just the it. pieces. Is it really the same it computer?
0: It is Frankenstein, the machine. All
1: right. Um, okay, it's <clears throat> it's the new motherboard, same processor, and quiet. My it's actual fun. bit, uh, yeah. which will dovetail nicely into our main topic. Uh, it came out a few, uh, two days ago that um, apparently Google's new CEO or not new Google CEO Sundar Pakai uh, mm-hmm. uh, has signaled to colleagues and outsiders that uh, the company would the, the Google being the company wants to take greater control over its Nexus line of smartphones to the point of potentially bringing the hardware design inside or in house. Uh, in previous years, Nexus has been a I have a Nexus, I have a Nexus 6 Which is uh, last year, not last year's It's a 2014 model from Motorola uh, Last year's Nexus 6 uh, Analog was made by Huawei Huawei Nexus,
0: the Nexus 6 P, P the Nexus 6 Oh, the ne- and then it was the Nexus 5X Which was also Motorola Yes, last or no, LG last year was it LG? Yeah, the point being that the line of Nexus
1: phones that Google comes out with is made by whoever they want to make mm-hmm. the hardware, basically. It's been Samsung, right. Motorola, LG, Huawei. HTC. HTC. And the th- interesting thing is HTC, a lot of rumors were that they were going to be tapped to do the line of smartphones, of Nexus smartphones this year. <clears throat> and they might still. Yeah. But the God, point I being so. is that... I do love
0: HTC. <clears throat>
1: poor HTC. Um, poor HTC. <laughs> But it's so it's interesting that uh, they might be going the Apple route here where I mean, they're not shutting down. You can obviously still buy your notes, your Galaxy notes and your LG vigors and whatever um, and run Android on them. But if you if you want that pure Google experience with the latest updates and the latest this and that and other that's supposed to take, you know, take most advantage of pure Android. That's what Google wants Nexus to be. I'm all for it. Yes. I'm excited for it. I'm you're excited about. This, I, right. I'm so excited. tell me I,
0: why you're excited about. So it. So
1: I've had my Nexus 6 for like four months or so now, and it's got mm-hmm. my I got my marshmallow on it, mm-hmm. which is the latest version of, of uh, yeah. Android, and it's is it sticky. It's, it's it's a little gooey. Let's make delicious s'mores. Uh, yeah. No, it's great. I love it. Uh, I I can't stop talking about how awesome it is. I convinced one of my friends to. <laughs> he was like looking... I can't stop touching it. <laughs> well, that too. No, but I can. I convinced one of my friends who was looking for a new phone. I'm like, dude, really look into the Nexus Six. It's a great deal right now uh, yeah. because the 6P had just come out. Uh, it's fantastic specs. You know, we're, we've we've reached that point with phones now where you're not getting quantum leaps in specs from from year to year now. Kind of like how we yeah. did with uh, laptops about a decade ago. Exactly. Uh, it's it's much more minor. So you can go a couple years back. Or a year or so back, and and still get a really quality phone that'll last you a good long while, and I'm just very excited about it. Uh, and to have, <clears throat> but there, you know, I, I'm really curious to see what Nexus comes out. I've heard very good things about the Pixel, the Pixel C, which is Google's first in-house developed uh, t- tablet computer. What do you call it? Chromebook? What exactly is the Pixel?
0: Say it again. The, the Pixel C. Oh yeah. I, I actually don't know. I've heard good things about it. I obviously do not have one. It, yeah. It's like a
1: fudge. It's an well, ultra I, portable Android tablet, but it has. Yeah,
0: I thought they were they were getting a rid a, of Chrome OS as yeah. a means of. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and they're
1: yeah yeah. There's a because they merged the to Merge that exactly. Yeah, with Android yeah. and Chrome OS. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> the point is is that I, I'm very excited about it. I like the idea. I like. And I'm okay with it, whereas I I hate freaking Apple and Apple OS as much as I hate hell all Montague's and thee. But Boy, wait, Apple iOS, iOS, sorry, iOS. Yeah. It's um, Apple Mac OS is still awesome. No, it's still garbage. But the point is, is that the the freedom that Android software versus iOS mm-hmm. affords is still there, even if it's a Google smart Google designed smartphone, probably going to be made by Foxconn, just like the iPhone is. And you'll still have, if I, if I do get one... Assembled. Assembled by Foxconn. Sure. But if I yeah. do get one and I don't like it, you know what? There's a there's tons of high-end Google smartphones or Android smartphones I can still choose from. So yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Whereas no. if you have your iPhone 6 or 6X or whatever, and you're like, oh, this is garbage, what are, what are you going to yes. do? You got to wait for the next one or go well, back Well, you can get a smaller one, one now because yeah. smaller ones coming out. So and you and you're that. so, ch- I mean, the, we are 10, are we 10 years into the to the iPhone now?
0: No. Was that released in 2006? 2008. 2007. It was either 2007 or 2008. We're, We're
1: nearing 10 kids. years worth of, of smartphones yes. uh, becoming a real, you know, thing. And the problem yes. is, is that a lot of people are so chained to that ecosystem now whether it be android or ios i could say windows phone but no one's changed change of that uh you're so changed to one of those two ecosystems it's very difficult to change now how many apps have you bought that you wouldn't be able to buy on ios or, or or vice versa or setting up all your this and your that and your other you know it's just that's another thing with nexus especially with marshmallow it's got a thing like hey everything is saved even the data in your apps if you Change to a new phone, or you lose this phone. Yeah. You got to get a new one. Just hit the button, the restore button, and you got it all back. It's just so, boom. Yeah, it's like, what am I going to do if I if I went out and got an iPhone tomorrow? I would have to start from scratch with everything, and it's yep. just not worth it at this point. And I, I'm sure there are people that are with Apple that feel the same way about Android. So it's just, yeah, I'm going. But there would, on. There,
0: you'd, you'd you'd gain infinitely more respect if you went to your local Starbucks <clears throat> and pulled out of your course, Apple iPhone.
1: as I write my. Uh, beat poetry. Do-
0: doctoral dis- dissertation um, yeah so I you know I, I'm I of course had the same reaction you did I'm excited about this um, and, but I'm mostly excited about this because Google isn't going to do this for every phone like you said yeah um, even if they do exert more control on the Nexus line the Nexus line by and large has been a enthusiast level phone for Google it's it's been kind of the cutting edge not necessarily the mainstream devices for Google or for Android. Um, I have no issue with them exerting more control. A lot of these things, like when, even before, so when HTC d- designed the G1, there were HTC people that went to the Googleplex and designed the hardware. So it was basically being designed on campus anyway. Um, so I think that we, this is a good change because there, it will be less of, um, uh, of, of a hardware sprawl, component sprawl, um, and hopefully it will, it will help um, the vanilla, plain vanilla Android world out there. And vanilla works with Android because of the desserts. But, you know, the, the, I used to, when I first got on with Android, right? I mean, it was, it was so much easier to get an unlocked version or, or find another ROM that, that, that fit your style and made more sense. You really don't need to do that anymore because no. I think plain vanilla uh, Android is, is so good. Um, and everything else is just kind of a you know an add on that you like or you don't, and I think that's the way it sh- Android should be. Exactly. But I you ha- still haven't have all bothered the customization of and the USB. iPhone. You, you I'm, I'm sorry, you have all the customization you don't have on the iPhone. You still, it still be together and not the same, right? Which I think is the greatest slogan they ever could have come up with, right? Um, for for Android, <sighs> you still have a ton of customization, a ton of elements that make that you know device uniquely your own. Um, it, you're just part of a broader ecosystem. And whether you stick with that phone or whether you go with a completely different phone on Android, as you said, you're going to be able to swap right over and move right over, you know, no problem. I, I mean, I moved from HTC to Samsung in my last iteration. And I'm not crazy about Samsung's uh, OS, but I really like the stylus and I love the the, the screen. is unbelievable. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll stick with Samsung. Maybe I won't for the next time. But whether I do, whether I don't, because of what Android's done, um, you know, I'll be all set.
1: Exactly. And, and it's, great. it's nice to have an option that doesn't, you know, Android has its own thing, but yeah. every carrier has a little bit extra that they slop exactly. on top of it. You know, Samsung has their TouchWiz, et cetera. Motorola was probably one of the better ones for not putting too much crap on top of Android. That's mm-hmm. that just to say, hey, look, we did something too. Samsung didn't start that way. No, they didn't start that way, but they ended that way, right? Yeah, Samsung's becoming one of the worst for it lately, uh, which is one of the reasons why I I got away from it. But yeah, yeah, to see Nexus currently is as close as you can get to a pure Android phone, but it's still not quite there because there's still some, you know, they're still using an outside manufacturer to design it, but it'll be interesting to see. Anyway, all that to say, and and we had some. And if they lock
0: carriers, I'm going to be pissed. Yes. Like iPhone exerted the control they did because they got to control their carriers. And not the other way around. Androids never had that. If they lock with with a carrier, I know they're going to pick AT and T, and those of us that are not, <laughs> going to be hosted
1: I don't think they'll do that, but we'll see. I hope
0: it's not two thousand seven yeah. anymore. So on Google. So yeah.
1: fees or FYS in the chat says I don't know. I guess I'm the only person who thinks a phone is just a phone, which I think is the great the great way to step into our actual topic du
0: jour. Yes, it is indeed. So hey, folks, listen, we uh, we are going to move into the topic du jour right now, which happens to be how our lives have become google-fied over the last oh I don't know 15 years mm-hmm. um, but if you want to ask us questions for the next portion of the program which are the which is the uh, question and answer portion all you have to do if you'd like to ask a question is you follow us all, along with us in chat my name over in the wrapper right hand corner is commodore 128 send me a private message and um, you know I can get your questions there or you can go and tweet at it's the commodore Several of you have already tweeted questions. You can tweet us questions about the tids and bits, about the topic du jour, or about pretty much anything your little mind can cook up. Uh, but anyway, we'll oh, take the best mean. of those. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> I was talking to you. Oh, um, sad. So, yeah, I, I meant specifically you. Your little mind could cook up. Not anybody else's, but your little mind. Um, anyway, my folks, perfect. if you have a question you'd like for us to answer live on the air, send question. us a question in those ways. My and, question uh, is...
1: Is my nose crooked?
0: Can you fix that? <clears throat> no, I cannot. And it might be just a little. Damn.
1: Okay. Uh, so right, anyway, go going. So, yeah, google and the, the, yeah, yeah. the question is sometimes, you know, isn't a phone just a phone? Is it? Mm-hmm. See, that's, 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 that's the question I have <clears throat> for you is yep. at this point, I have willingly mm-hmm. given to Google mm-hmm. my email. Mm-hmm. My I use it for maps. Mm-hmm. I use Drive to hold files mm-hmm. and word documents and all sorts of things. I've been using Drive since the very beginning for all all the writing on uh, 16-bit gems and stuff like that. It's all yep. it's all there. Um, <clears throat> I use it for uh, this, that, and the other. It tracks my location, and Google Now knows. Yes willing i willingly let it follow track me around follow me i i uh was talking with my girlfriend recently not recently but a little while ago like hey we're gonna be driving up near dc uh soon hey do you remember that burger place we went to outside dc that was really good she's like no i can't remember the name of it so i was like hold on let me check something i look in google maps yep i'm able to track to where i was on that day over a year ago and it's like oh yeah from 2:13 p.m. to 3:05 p.m. you were at this location blah 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 i was like sweet sweet that's what it was now that would make a lot of people kind of it makes me even kinda go wow that's kind of creepy at the same yeah, time terrible. i'm like at yeah. the same time i'm like that was really handy right you know and beyond that if i use google now and i ask it questions like okay google uh What's the weather tomorrow? And it'll hmm. be like, oh, here's the answer because it's doing it right
0: now. Yep, there it goes. I just heard it. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I can't do that while the device is locked. So, if you keep going. Go but, ahead and unlock your device. No. Oh, um, <laughs> <Yeah>, that's great. <laughs> but see, that's don't the, you tell me what to do, Google?
1: <laughs> Throw you out the window. Uh, but the point is, is that it, Google and they they say this explicitly, like we're we're going to record this, whatever you yeah. say. And yep. keep it in our massive servers on the moon or wherever. And we're going to yes. use it for whatever our purposes are. You know, probably like better voice recognition Search and stuff results
0: like that. and, yeah.
1: And I use Google like like a personal assistant. It's like, okay, Google, remind me to take out the trash tomorrow. And it'll be like, yeah, sure, there you go. Um, and no, a phone is not just a phone. Why? Because I gave Google my life. I gave them all the data On a daily basis, it knows where I am, what I'm doing, and it helps me with that because it's helpful. And a lot of people are freaked out by that.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on being freaked out by that? Yeah, a phone was just a phone. Um. And then uh, there there was this entire smartphone revolution, and and even before that, right? I mean, I I had you know text with the T nine on the old, uh, you know, on those old uh, Motorola flip phones. Um, so, you know, even before the smartphone revolution, a phone was more than a phone. However, and this is a lot of people would say if you went back even 10 years, you would, if you said to somebody, Hey, Google's going to get into the phone business, Mm -hmm. they'd laugh at you. Mm -hmm. Apple's going to get into the phone business. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Why would they get in the phone business? That was pretty random. Um, I remember thinking that. Right. And because it, it, at that point, it makes absolutely no sense. But the reason it did make sense and the reason that these things and the reason we're having this conversation right now is because it's not necessarily about the phone itself. The phone is kind of the simplest part of the whole, I don't know, construct from the, from the, from the way you use it to the way that it functions. It's kind of the smallest part of the hardware. It's the smartest, smallest component of, for many people, how you actually use it. Um, So it's so much more than that, but it's more than that because of the ecosystem of things around it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The first time people were, came up with this or, you know, were were shocked to see that you could get an iPhone and you could have a phone app, but then you'd have all these other apps and these other apps could do things with data. Mm -hmm. Like you could take a panorama picture by taking separate pictures and then merging them together with Mm -hmm. a camera on the phone.
1: That's crazy talk.
0: Unbelievable, right? Um, but I remember the first time somebody showed me that, and it was kind of like, oh, wow, okay, interesting. I don't know why I'd ever use that, but that's cool. Point is, that photo is, is an app. It's part of an ecosystem. You get it from a certain place. You can save data to it in a certain place. You already talked about it. you are talking about apps. You're talking about data. You're talking about files. You're talking about pictures. You're talking about videos. Um, you're talking about location settings. Um, all these different things are very much a part of why Google and why Apple got into the phone business. <clears throat> now, Apple, two th- over two thirds of their business, their entire company, in terms of revenue, is due to the iPhone. And part, it, that is in part because they also make, the, they they sell and make the hardware. Okay. Um, and it's
1: got ridiculous
0: but, margins on it. Ridiculous margins, but. Where they really want to get the hooks in people, as you said before, is in the ecosystem so that every time they release a phone, people want to have it. They want to have the latest version of it so they can continue to utilize the ecosystem, get more stuff, have more music, take more pictures, store more stuff, because that is the thing that kind of gets the hooks in people, Mm -hmm. right?
1: And Apple's Um, doing okay with that, but they're losing the ground war on that
0: mm -hmm. to Google. To Google. To Google and others, to be fair. To Google Google and Google and others, but
1: mostly to Google. Mostly to Google. Here's, you know, Do you remember I mean, the I, Apple I remember... Maps debacle a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, they... and you had uh, iPhone users begging to get Google Maps back on their freaking phones?
0: Well, hey, listen. That just shows me that people can be reasonable, right? I mean, this is a better app. I need it, right? I mean, it just makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, but That's the thing. Remember... Google's damn
1: good at what it does.
0: Yes. So I remember. I remember, I want to say it was five years ago, maybe almost six years ago now. I got an article sent to me which is called the, 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 the Coming Tech Wars of the 2010s, mm-hmm. right? And it profiles four companies which they said were going to control the global economy in terms of the digital transition moving forward uh, in the public eye, right? Not necessarily pervasively for business and everything else because that's a whole different world. Um, those four companies were Microsoft, mm-hmm. Apple facebook and amazon you know i don't think those people could have been more spot on i mean it's absolutely correct think yeah. about the people that make the ecosystems you and i are talking about i mean yeah so we we have we have google we have facebook we unfortunately, have unfortunately still apple we have amazon they almost all no, of no, them no, not apple microsoft Oh, sorry. Microsoft. Right. So Microsoft has its own ecosystem, which is only now kind of coming to prominence.
1: It, but you know um, what? They are
0: making a giant comeback. They are making a giant comeback. So, but, and, and I think part of that is, is, is because they adopted an Apple model toward their own hardware mm-hmm. in coming up with something that's kind of a new form factor, like the, like the iPad or the iPhone, Right. Um, and and are co- tightly controlling the hardware, just the same way we're talking about with with Google, right? Um, and and control the ecosystem, and and basically innovate with a with a great device. I mean, that is that's what it's all about. But th- what they really want you to do, and the reason that Windows Ten takes a lot of flack, and you know, all these different different uh, news outlets talk badly about some of these 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 pieces, is because it's trying to collect more information about you. Now, when you when you install Windows Ten, it says, "Hey, listen, can I like look at what you're typing?" And yeah, exactly. Send that Cortana, to they're doing that whole yeah. thing now. Hey, yeah, yeah. Can I can I have can Cortana like listen to what you're saying and you know maybe like remember that? Is that okay? Like you literally set these in slider bars and, when you you install. And Windows
1: if you 10. say no, they're like, "Well, fine," then you can't use it. Well, yeah. No, you,
0: you can still get through it.
1: You nope. just have to go. Some of them you have to turn off manually. Ah, I mean, but the funny thing is, is that and, and we didn't and Tucky, I think, uh, mentioned earlier in the chat. We didn't even touch on the biggest way Google impacts our lives or, or controls our data. And that is our web searches. Yes. Using our I, I think it was in 2009, maybe 2010, where Google rolled out the personalized web searches based yeah. on what you've searched for in the past, where you are, things like that. It suggests things that it tailors for you. Which yes. was the first real step of Google starting to get a little creepy, right? Uh, and I remember at the time, people were like, "Oh, this is weird. I don't like this." Uh, and then people just accepted it, uh, and, which is the way of things, right? Yes. But it's funny that you know that that's all Google did for the first ten years or so of its life is web search.
0: Yes, maybe. Ads. Well, well, real quickly, this is a question I was going to ask you tonight. What do you? What is your first memory of utilizing Google? When uh, and, and, and what, what's your first memory? I it? was probably at your house in l- really? the late 90s. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really? really? Yeah, because we we're searching for- I don't for, think so. I, I think thi- you misremember. Why? What do you think? Why, Why do you think because I misremember? I,
0: because I remember those times, and I remember using exclusively things like Alta Vista for search. I, I didn't- and, No, mm-hmm. you know what? I used I used AOL because AOL. Of,
1: the AOL had search in there and, and you
0: know what I did AOL Lycos yeah right but but I used AltaVista I remember I using ask.com a little bit ask Jeeves ask.com ask Jeeves right it was, it was. It wasn't asked yet but I remember see this is why for me I remember it was it was the year 2000 hmm Year 2000. All right. So and what that means is the first time I ever heard of it, I was actually in a college class as a freshman. Hmm. And someone in class said, uh, hey, if you want to search for something, you should totally use this this new search engine. It's called Google. <clears throat> and I went, what the hell is that? So I wrote it down and I went back and I think I might have used AltaVista for like a month more than that. And that was it. Hmm. I have used Google <coughs> since 2000. <clears throat> To I've today.
1: I've been exclusively exclusively using Google till about that time 2000 because yeah. I, I used other stuff before that, but only when we got to college do I remember exclusively using Google.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, but I it's funny because when you when you think back to Well, those, because I didn't have AOL by that time? <laughs> and and what's funny is there's a there's a great there's a great um, time waster out there where it's like the Internet Archive. Oh, yeah. If you ever want to go back and have some cool memories, go look at what Google looked like. Back then, um, because it it, doesn't—I mean, obviously, Google itself—the homepage hasn't changed a lot. What they do with it is amazingly different. But the the old "I'm feeling lucky" button. Oh yeah. um, Does anyone ever use that? I have never used the "I'm lucky" button except to as a laugh when I show people. When I first was showing people Google. Right. (laughs) That that was it. Um, but what people don't understand, right, is, is think about it. When, when I, if, if, I, if I start talking to Cortana right now on my, on my Windows 10 PC, or I just pop up my Android and I start typing something, um, or I say, OK, Google, um, right, those are all searches that get indexed by a provider. Mm-hmm. And this is why Google's in this business. It's why Mm -hmm. Apple's in this business. It's why Amazon's in this business. It's why Microsoft's in this business. Because that, now recently, as you probably saw, right, Google, someone, I think it was Oracle accidentally or quote unquote accidentally reported that Google had made about $31 billion on Android. I gotta tell you, most of that is not gonna be from devices and from operating systems. It's oh. all going to be from advertising revenue Absolutely. and the app ecosystem and music ecosystems that Android provides its users. And that is why Google, probably not the first, but certainly one of the
1: first of these dot-com internet companies, especially yeah. after the boom and bust uh, in 2000, who figured out that the real money to be made online is not in selling products to you. It's making you the product. And that's that's a bit of an old... That, that's a bit of an old hat saying by this point, but that's just yep. it's because it's true. Right. Um, I mean, they figured it out before anyone else, and they've become the masters at it. They have, and and they figure they're, they're. I mean, forget don't be evil. That's not their philosophy. Google's philosophy is if we provide the people a service that is free or as cheap as possible. Yep, that is good and incredibly useful. Yeah, yep. that's incredibly useful, and that is good. We can. We can you know, give that out more or less or get it yeah. up for cheap enough that we can collect their data right. and sell that and to that someone else. that data is
0: incredibly valuable to somebody yes. else. Or
1: not even sell it yeah. to someone else, but just to figure things out. Another major company, and they're always up there with one of the top uh, – uh, right up there with Google and the top two or three uh, best companies to work for in the con- company is SaaS, country is SaaS. Yep. what does SAS do? They sell you know data analytics tools yeah. intelligence and and, yeah. and they do the same not the same thing, but they do a very similar thing to Google, which is data analytics data analytics what, what do you think Facebook does right Data analytics you know they well now that they're making money they do now before, that they're ma- they, exactly
0: before it was hot or not dot com right exactly. But, yeah, a place but, to find your, your people, but now they're making money because they realize that they can monetize collecting data.
1: Exactly, and it took them a little bit longer. And, and but the, the <clears throat> when Google went public in like two thousand four, two thousand five, I can't remember exactly what year. I remember yeah. their asking price per the stock was like two hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah. maybe five hundred. Right. I don't know something that sounded ridiculous. I'm like, wait, I, I think a minute. it was
0: two hundreds. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it was two hundred. I was like, wait a minute, the search engine company, how the hell do they make money? Yeah, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. This, this tank is this yeah. stock is going to tank, and it's Right. Who I can't. I don't even know how much it's gone up ridiculous amounts and then since then split and everything else. And, and it's something like six hundred dollars right now, but whatever. After splitting a few times probably. But right. the point is, is that I look and at what they, up. and look what they look look at these other companies that have ridiculous valuations or yes. or or, uh, bring in tons of money like Facebook, which really only got into the data analytics game like five or so years ago. Or I saw something about Uber today, which their big news is they changed their logo into something yeah, that makes no something sense,
0: completely incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, their but value, yeah, their valuation, the ride, the the ride sharing company. I'm not, you know, we again we just talked about this a few episodes ago about the the coming boom or Silicon Valley. boom bust uh, bubble bust that's coming but their value uber is valued at like 84 billion dollars i like to think about that now in terms of star wars i'm like oh okay so uber is worth 21 star wars franchises okay you know because we talked about how they were star wars was sold for like four billion just a few years ago but anyway i digress the point is is that these companies that have very niche products or or in some cases aren't even making money or a profit, and are still valued at ridiculous amounts. Then you right. look at Google, which has its hand, or Alphabet, I should really say. Sorry, okay. I, I didn't mean that Google.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Google.
1: <laughs> or you look at Alphabet, which has its hands in so many pies: web search, phone OSs, right. uh, PC OSs, essentially, uh, internet Google providing. X. Yeah, yep. Google X uh, providing internet via weather balloons to the world. Yeah, yep. all sorts of ridiculous things we can't even think about. Right, they, uh, Google basically has their hands in all these corners of our life, and they and they just became all this to say because they just became the most valuable company in the world this week officially. Yes. Yes. surpassing Apple but even if you look at Apple and everything they've done with the ridiculous markups on all their products and they provide PCs and phones and iPods and blah blah blah, blah yeah that is not even close to holding a candle to no. the breadth of services that Google provides
0: which is why they're trying to branch out into things like washes and cars yeah and because they, they're trying to catch that next best thing because their business is so firmly tied to one thing and that's why one of the reasons that Alphabet just overtook Apple was because in the last two weeks Apple's lost about fifteen billion dollars yeah. because on 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 the faintest blow that news in the wind, that that the smartphone worldwide, the smartphone market in for the first time in 2015 shrunk rather than grew. Hmm. Interesting. That happened, and lo and behold, Apple all of a sudden, everybody starts to jump out of the windows of the of the <laughs> tower that is Yeah, saying, "Oh my God, uh, the the phone market is is collapsing all around us." The fact is, you already highlighted it. People have, um, you know, <clears throat> they are sick and tired of the upgrade fever. They do want to buy a device that they can get attached to and that they can use for two years. They don't need to continue to buy phones. These phones are ridiculously expensive, even if you pay for them over time. Mm-hmm. The next person that tells me, Well, I got mine for free. I just want to smack them in the face. Well, you can get any, nothing you get for free. You that's
1: coming it. to an end. All the US carriers, the which has been the only carriers in the world, as far as I know, that have really done the subsized phone thing, they're all stopping it at this they're
0: point. They're all stopping it. And to me, that is going to crush the biggest, the, one of the largest smartphone uh, markets in the world, which is the United States. Because smartphones will become the luxury that they never that they haven't been for a long time, and as a result people are going to hold on their their devices a lot longer than they used to, mm-hmm. like I and said you, have, you can do that and if now. You have, yeah, and if you have upgrade fatigue that's bad news for hardware makers yeah it's,
1: it's, which is what Apple is I mean yeah, it more really doesn't else. affect
0: people that are ecosystem providers right that are what we call service providers in these other different realms, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what Google is Google doesn't make any hardware. So, it, yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, I, I agree with you. The, the diversification so. of Alphabet is is one of the most interesting f- features. And I think what what really pushed Google to kind of diversify in the way that it did, because Google is kind of its own thing. And and all of a sudden, you know, they're like Google Glass and Google this and Google, yeah. Google that, Google these things, and people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Google cars, and even talk about that, right? You know, and exactly. I mean. This is this it doesn't make any sense. What we really need are are to put our money on some big bets that are currently in the alpha stages of planning. And yeah. we'll call it alphabet. I get it. And uh and so they would so and, and and then jokingly, like with Android, they can put everything in a different letter of the alphabet. Point is I think that diversification. Is probably what's going to save Google in the long run, because, mm-hmm. you know, independent of things like recession and, you know, market fluctuations like we just saw, right? <clears throat> Google is hurt so much less by a market fluctuation than Apple is hurt by market fluctuation, even if Apple has nothing to worry about. I'm not saying they do. Oh, sure. I, uh-uh. But that's why I went on that bit of a,
1: a tangent, tangenty rant just now, because it's like, I don't think people, people are like, oh, yeah, Google knows everything about me, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I don't think people fully understand if they really sat down and thought about how much Google diversifies and is in... If not yet, will be certainly in like every aspect of, of most people's lives. Yes. It, and it's just that exactly what you said. That is not necessarily will just save it because it's already doing well, but that's what will keep it a power for so long. You know, yeah. you have these companies that come and go that seem like juggernauts that will then pass into the dustbin of history. Things like Sears, things like Woolworths, you know, the, the companies like that. Um well, AT&T is not a good example because AOL. They, uh, AOL. Thank you very much. Uh, Microsoft, even a few years ago, people were like, man, this is the end of Microsoft. I mean, yes, they're making a comeback, but they're certainly not the massive zeitgeist controlling company that they once were. You know, the number brother. We, exactly. Remember people in the 90s, like, oh, Microsoft, they're Microshaft, more like, you know, yep. they're controlling everything, big Papa Gates, blah, blah, blah,
0: blah. It's like, yeah.
1: no, well. Wait, okay.
0: Windows cost...
1: Four hundred dollars?
0: Like what
1: the hell? Yeah. Like that. None of this holds a candle to what Google not only is doing now, but will be able to do. Give them another five, ten years. They've only been on this giant diversification push in the past ten years. This is amazing. It, that company is. Yeah, they're they're going to control a lot. And are we okay with this? Really?
0: Yeah. And so that that's the next thing I was going to say. So, but the that's interesting crux piece here is that is that none of us have really cut a check to Google. Yeah. What we've done. <laughs> Yeah. is willingly offer them. I mean, some of us have, but, but my point is we've willingly offered them our data, our search history, our location, our documents, our music, um, videos, photos, all those things. We've willingly entrusted them to a multinational corporation mm-hmm. in the hopes that someday they would provide useful to us even though we knew they were going to be useful or at least lucrative to them. How do you feel about that?
1: That's the weird, weird, weird thing about it is that, at least at this moment, I'm pretty okay with it because the services they provide are really amazing. Yeah. Which is a, probably on the face a terrible thing to say. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, you know, I mean, you, you, you <laughs> are you are being caught up in the postmodern condition, right? Yeah. But it's I mean, like if if as long as Mickey Mouse comes and dances out at me, I don't have to worry about the fact that it's like a crack addicted grandmother inside the suit. Right. right. But I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, what is Google really doing with my data? Are they going to
1: like send out cops to come and arrest me and, and shoot me in the face if I do no. something, if I say but if- Google sucks on on uh, on this chat? You know, no, no. Uh, They're just using it to to sell data and to learn more about, you know, uh, people, uh, about white guys living in the southeast in their mid-30s. You know, I go into a little bit of data that they can collect and do all this so I can sell more ads, basically. Is that really harming me versus the value that they give me? In my mind, no. I prefer, I'm okay with this this, this shit you know, trade that we are making in this economy that we have. Um, yes. This is the new economy. This is the, inter- is new, the new internet economy. economy. It's no secret sure. to anyone. Some companies yeah. just suck at it more like Facebook. They're, I wow. hate Facebook. See, I for the reason, I love Google for the reason I hate Facebook. Facebook yes. does the same thing, but they're very blatant about it. I don't like what they do yes. with it. They have a lot, yep. you know, they, I don't like the service they provide. I don't use Facebook yep. at all. Uh, I apologize if anyone's sending me Facebook friend requests. I just never go on there. Um, Yeah,
0: and I I actually am seriously contemplating because of how Google has extricated Facebook from the entire, I don't know, architecture now. I'm actually thinking of just deleting the whole app. (laughs) And not pulling it off the phone to save the 20% in battery that it sucks out every day. I
1: haven't had Facebook or, yeah, I haven't had Facebook on my phone in over a year.
0: Literally, the only reason I ever put Facebook on my phone was because when people, when I I wanted it, when people called me that their Facebook picture would pop up. That's the only reason I ever put it on my phone. I never posted anything to it. I never like any of that crap. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And and Techie brings up a good point in the
1: in the chat, which is really kind of what I'm 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 tiptoeing around. But it's like Google so far is quote unquote not evil. How yep. long can we expect that to last? Well, I don't know. Hmm. Honestly, anything can happen. Someone new can step in at any point and change the whole point of the company. And maybe hey, yes. maybe it's too late. They already know everything about me. But right. Well. You know, it's 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 a calculated risk that I'm making right now. I'm talking about me personally, obviously, but it's a calculated risk that me and a lot of people are making right now. And I am OK with it.
0: Here's 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 what's interesting. If if someone let's say the a catastrophic thing happened, let's not even look at market forces. Let's just look at something like security. OK, <clears throat> if a massive security breach happened at Facebook. Yeah. OK. What would people be able to know? and when i say that i put no in kind of quotes what would be what would someone be able to know about you if they were able to compromise facebook
1: on facebook probably um, not a lot
0: right i mean right. you know they get some pictures they'd know where you went to college or they'd know where you went to i mean but you can, you you know, can where you live you don't you, have to breach facebook was. to
1: know that you can just facebook stalk someone and find that out unless they block
0: you in which case or they block people from even finding there are ways around that you can just be eh, tricky there are eh, ways around eh. that yeah, you're right. There are ways around. There are You can like pretend to be a to friend,
1: an old long lost friend from high school, and then you put it in, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Bob, I remember Bob," and you can be like, "Ha you like puppies or something." I knew, like that.
0: I knew you
1: liked Bob, but I get what you're, um, I get what you're going at. It's like, there's not. Be, be, when you drill down into the individual data that is available yeah. via something like a Facebook breach, it's not
0: anything major or Who cares? catastrophic.
1: Who gives a crap? <laughs> <You>
0: know, <laughs> the, i tell you, the only thing that you would worry about is if you are – And now, now, you and I came into Facebook when when you – like, I, I needed a, a university email address when I signed up for Facebook. Right. Like, that's how old I am, right? What, now, uh, you know – so, you and I came on board at a point where where we weren't taking pictures with our cameras with our smartphones everywhere, so you know we weren't like you know documenting every single good and bad decision we ever made. but the fact of the matter is that you know even only a you know a few a half a decade behind us people were doing that mm-hmm. and you know, you get into that and you might be, you know, I mean, let me tell you something. Here's a big secret, folks. If you're trying, if you're going for a job, your employers are looking at Facebook. Oh, oh, God. Uh. They're, they're going to go try to see what they can find. Because if, if you're up there and you're you're the front <clears throat> page of your Facebook as you like, we you know, uh, uh, you know, a bottle of champagne and you're like half naked and you're just pouring it all over yourself. Like, yeah. that's not a good thing for an employer to find.
1: That And that's the real Okay, we got we've gone off on a tangent from Google to Facebook, but that's the re- no, but that is, is, but, is but that's Friends the real thing. that's the real danger of Facebook. Not what Facebook can do to you, what you can yes. do to yourself on Facebook. Right, but I, it's, it's I, I was, this is my point. I know, I, my point. I mean, I was talking with I was talking with a coworker just the other day who's who's uh, uh uh like 11-year-old daughter. Uh doesn't have a phone or anything, but she's like she's like she had to have her, a conversation with her mom like, "Hey, uh me and my friends want to chat on the computer. Is it okay if I use the webcam? You know, like, yeah. and this is these are the the rites of passage that didn't exist Beautiful. when we were kids. It's like, yeah. okay, now it's time for the talk. And by the talk, I don't mean like sex. I mean like, okay, so don't send naked pictures of yourself to anyone. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. to strangers on the internet. Blah blah. blah. It's like Anything this is the new put stuff. There
0: will be there forever.
1: Literally, that and that is just. Something people need to real that's what people really need to worry about uh, on the internet in terms of what they themselves Put out I think can be much more damaging than anything Google or Facebook is collecting on you
0: Right, but I think the other thing is the worst thing that could possibly happen to Google is a security breach B, It forcibly dissolves in which case all of your favorite memories are erased, right? Um, but that's not those are the two worst scenarios I can think of with something like Google um, you know, and, and we, all we can do as people that entrust so much of our lives to the ecosystem is to pray that that doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and of the two, the security one is, is probably the the more egregious because if, if that were to affect us, then, you know, we potentially have compromised data and so on and so forth. You never feel safe again.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, versus, you know, if everything gets deleted up, you know, well, should have saved it to a hard drive. Right. Um,
1: well, that, anyway, that, that's a whole different uh, episode on the dangers oh of the cloud. God, yeah, but oh, jeez, we you, should bring that in next time.
0: You, yeah, talk about that all the time. Um, so I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure that we necessarily solved anything at this point. But I think we what we've shown to a certain extent is that the old classic wrap up. You and I, I, line. yeah, you and I both. For some reason, we can't. We don't know why. But, well, but you and I, for some reason. Trust Google with the the data that we give it, uh, in part because it's really cool, but also in part because they provide a, a useful service that is very useful. Um, and to a certain extent, we trust that the thing, the the catastrophic failure that I just talked about won't happen. The best I can I can distill it down to the best two reasons for
1: why I trust Google with all the data I do is a it's not run by obvious complete assholes a, a la mark zuckerberg and yes. B, they provide the damn best services uh like stuff you wouldn't even thought that you needed yeah uh that exist today on, on, on in terms of software on the internet on your Absolutely. phone on your daily life it's it's just great so i i, I can't wait for a
0: self-driving car frankly uh the future is now buddy we we, we gotta chat me chat. You got a you got a self-driving car? I yeah? well, am yeah. here here's my thing. A quick, quick, quick little note on this, <coughs> I, I promise I'll be quick. I'm actually not interested in the self-driving car as much as I am what the self-driving car and the advances of self-driving cars can provide us today to make people better drivers now. Okay. That is the real benefit of self-driving cars that has yet to even be realized. But you and I should have an entire episode about self driving cars and why we think that's a cool idea. Okay. Okay, so yeah. So anyway, that's 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 Google-fied. You get to see a little bit of uh, our memories of Google, what we kind of put up there, and so. and uh, some of the ways that we use it. Um, I will still never forget the moment that Google now told me before I was going somewhere. Just so you know, it's 15 minutes to that right. restaurant you normally go to on Thursdays. So yep, it's going to do the same thing. So for you me. know, it's going fine. It, it's
1: done that for me many times. It's going to do the same I thing love. tomorrow because you know what. I'm going to go see Star Trek The Experience ah. 50th anniversary concert. Oh, wow. I'm excited. And you know what's going to happen? Because it's it before it's going to say exactly. You will live is.
0: long and prosper?
1: No, it's going to say, hey, I see from you. You see, the, it's this integration that's really brilliant. It's creepy, but brilliant. It's like, hey, I read in your email. You're going to go see this thing. It's yeah. going to be like 7.30. Totally you're going to want to get there by 7. So you're going yeah. to want to leave where you are exactly because I know exactly yeah. where you are. You're going to want to leave yeah. there by like 6.15.
0: And here are a couple places to park around the area. Exactly. Just so you know. Need some gas? Here's some gas stations along your most likely route. Right. Yeah. Oh, are you are you traveling there now? Cuz and if you need gas, there are a couple pla- Now imagine when it'll actually just your your car will just communicate to it. And it'll say, "Oh my god, you need gas. Go here." Yep. It's but uh, I love it. The future is now, man. The future is now. It really is. See what I'm saying? If this if this wasn't really really cool stuff, you and I wouldn't even be having this conversation.
1: No, exactly. I mean, can you imagine like this what? stuff 10 years yeah. ago? Or, no. you know, just like, oh, yeah, it's funny that we call these phones. They're not. They're supercomputers yeah. in our pockets. They are
0: supercomputers. Right. I know
1: it. It's 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 more than anyone in fantasy in science fiction could have dreamt up. 30 years ago, the Hitchhiker's Guide to I'm the sorry. Galaxy. It's basically that the the Hitchhiker's Guide more than that in your in your yeah. you got the sum of human knowledge at your fingertips you right. know the 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 pads that you watch people using and during star trek next generation are laughably stupid looking because they're big oh, yeah. they're bulky they have a tiny screen you're like that's ridiculous you know and they make dumb noises <clears throat> I know who would um, ever put those noises on their phone
0: I know it's so stupid Nope, not me. I would anybody do that anyway all right uh, we will move now to the third portion of the program folks which is the question-answer and answer portion so as I promised before Those of you that have been chiming in with questions you'd like for us to answer live on the air, we're going to pick through those now and we're going to answer some of them. Pick our noses. If you have yet to ask a question and you'd like to, please do. Uh, You can send me a private message in the chat, Commodore128, if you're following along with us there, or you can tweet at It's the Commodore with your question. It could be about uh, anything we've talked about tonight or anything pretty much else. And I will prove that with some of the questions that have already been asked. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? Sure. Why not? That's not one of the questions. Just asking. Okay. A good friend of the program, Sonic Rose, asks, you know about the Fine Brothers incident and the effects of them copywriting React videos? (sighs) Uh, Did you hear about this? Wow. I did hear about. Did you hear about? What are you, Jimmy Fallon now? Did you hear about this? Jay Leno. Oh, you hear about this? Hey, yeah. Anybody this? (laughs) this? Did you hear this? Um, Anyway, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I saw. It's hard to be. It's hard to be on Reddit these days and not hear about the Fine Brothers.
1: You know what's hilarious is that I did not know about this except for when, the it came up on, the out of the loop subreddit.
0: Yes, which is which you recommended to me, and I'm all over that. I,
1: it's it's great because I'm going down like, what's up with the Fine Brothers? I'm like, I don't know. Let me see, and it's yeah, like, I don't oh, know. <laughs> oh, they're trying to copyright reaction videos. Well, that sounds a like a sure
0: do thing to do. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't they Didn't they learn when Sony tried to copyright Let's Play? Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Listen, I have not. I have to be fair about this. I have. I, it's always dangerous to side on an argument because of what you've read on Reddit. Okay. What? Yeah. But I will, yeah, but, so I haven't listened. Do you have time for I me to talk in. about
1: our Lord and savior, Bernie Sanders?
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. it's true. It's true. I love when they did this, they, they do the whole, uh, you know, the, the, the political, um, you know, predictions of Reddit and it's like everybody else, no matter who they were, Everybody else has, like, this much support, and, like, there's Bernie Sanders. Like, <laughs> this. It's like holy crap, oh, people.
1: Our politics is a cesspool.
0: <laughs> oh, don't even bother. It's like a joke. Um, my God, you made me forget what I was talking about. <laughs> Fine That's, brothers. Uh, yeah, so... Um, But I have not I want to make clear I have not seen the Fine Brothers reactions I haven't seen I know that's a funny pun that I I didn't mean to make I'm sorry Um, I I haven't seen their, their videos that talk about why they're sorry Or any of that kind of stuff Talking through why they actually were doing what they were doing um, that being said, I've seen some of their videos in the past and I was mildly entertained. They do the like kids react and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And the yeah. elderly react and it's I, mostly clickbait. I've this never kind of stuff watched I would it. think of as clickbait.
1: It never seemed interesting to me. Like this seems Not at like all. the most, the, the least, uh, effort
0: ever put into a YouTube video ever. So of course it's going to well, have 6 million. I don't know. I mean, they, they, they have some crafty editing. I, I guess my, my, my point is this. They didn't seem all that novel to me, but apparently they have—they had you know hundreds uh, of thousands, even millions of subscribers. Um, Thirteen million, and, apparently. Yeah, and then they just watched all of them die. Well, the not weakest. all. Of them. I mean,
1: they're still doing fine. No. They lost like a million, sure. but
0: yeah. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll take three million <laughs> followers. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah.
1: Frankly, I—it's uh, really difficult for me to get involved or care about internet drama. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) at this point, I mean, that's what that's really what it comes down to. It's like I'm with you. It's so. It's not nothing because we are talking about people who make a lot of money and are very influential in this new online streaming space we find ourselves, of course. But it is such a high school. Yeah. Mentality. Where you have people like, oh, you see what this guy said? Let's see what this guy said. And you have reactions to the reactions and this and that and the other. And it's just like, but but, you can only waste so much time on that kind of stuff. It's a ludicrous
0: concept when everyone, you can't listen. I don't watch top 10 lists on YouTube, I don't watch clickbait videos on YouTube. If I go to YouTube right now, I have to scroll down until I get to the recommended section because everything else I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the recommended section and it's still full of top 10 lists and clickbait, Mm -hmm. no matter how hard you combat it, right? So it's almost like YouTube is being taken over by this entire subset of people. And some of these people are our friends, by the way. I mean, they're they're very good people making good videos that do those kinds of things. I just happen to not be interested in any of it. Um, you and I fought very hard not to make those kinds of videos, right? Right. Um, by and large, that leads to fatigue after a while because you see all the videos that people are making, you go, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, but anyway, I think that there is a, um, with that revolution aside, I think it's, I think it's idiotic to think that you can say that this is the type of video, not necessarily the actual verbiage of the video or the. The you know whatever the concept of a video we did it, therefore, no one else can do it, and we're going to start serving people to say that you can't do it the way that we did it, whether right. they're doing it better, worse, or whatever and that to me is absurd. And this goes back to we did a video about this
1: or a podcast about this before, about the dangers of like the Digital Millennium Copyright Act as it's written right now and how YouTube enforces it and the 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 ephemerality of the Zeitgeist mm-hmm. of online uh money making via YouTube. I With, mean uh
0: PewDiePie's red channel launching and ew. how how oh, oh, wonderful no, that kind of red channel.
1: Do. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just it's YouTube it's red. it's a very it's a very new medium and lots of things are being figured out and it's very messy. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I'm kind of over it. Let's move on. Okay. Um Mr. Andy Creedon. Good to see Mr. Andy Creedon once again. Yeah. Asks, wouldn't you be concerned about user agreements that would be, and this is another, we could have a whole topic on user agreements, period, but because a lot of the stuff that you and I just talked about, the first thing you have to click is, I accept the user agreement, therefore I'm going to put all my photos on Google Photos. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you be concerned about user agreements that would be involved in a self driving car? <laughs> Uh, I'm example, sorry. Monitoring your yeah. conversations, selling it to third parties for advertisement purposes, spamming you with ads for products you don't you mentioned. Blah uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Sam, yeah. Samsung
0: had a big big issue uh, just this past year because uh, people found out that that although there were rudimentary voice controls in the new Samsung TV, it was also always on and incapable of being turned off. And therefore, Samsung, if they wanted to, could potentially listen into every living room that had a Samsung TV on it. That
1: was a big problem with, uh, or one, one of the big mis- PR missteps with Xbox One.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, the always on connect that knows exactly what you're doing.
0: Right. And so people get uppity when they, justifiably so, when you start talking about privacy and listening to people. Folks, it's not difficult to imagine. Be, you know, driving down the road, and your car is listening to what you're saying because your car is trying to respond to what what you know the the, the stuff that, that that you want or need or are looking for, and listening for the as we, we learned in programming class, the listener now that's actually a real listener, um, you know, which is you know, OK Google or computer, um, whatever it, you, it might be, depending on if you're talking to the computer in the Starship Enterprise or if you're talking to Google. Um, but it's, it's, not, it's not too crazy to think about that your car would be listening to everything that you're saying and could potentially be mined uh, in some way to have that data.
1: Yeah, uh, that's really so interesting. I would imagine
0: it's going to be a long user agreement. And it gets a lot longer when you start thinking about how crazy the thing could be to like, start using that data to advertise to you in your car. <laughs> We're not far off. We are not far off at all. Um Scatterbrain asks, was nine eleven an inside job? Now listen, normally Wait. I avoid all of the political questions because I'm Wait, not what? interested in answering them. But I but but I, I like this one because I just think it's it's one that you and I should put to bed for for once and for all. So Scatterbrain asks, was nine eleven an inside job? Jet fuel can't melt dank memes. Right, yeah, exactly. Yes, I've seen that too. It's great. Is that the answer? Um Yeah. Uh, the the answer is no. Get over it. No. Next is is that still a thing? It's I still think somewhere. I mean, I'm sure some people still. I thought people moved
1: on to like Obama is like a a secret Kenyan after that.
0: Yeah, and then um, and now it's like uh, Ted Cruz from Canada,
1: and you know it's Hillary Clinton is like stealing coin flips from Iowa. I don't
0: know. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's Uh, that's a pretty pretty good probability. That's such
1: an old, boring. uh it's conspiracy theory. I mean, move on like, people. Move yeah, on. That's like grassy knoll type stuff.
0: Yeah. Um <clears throat> Okay. Let's see. Uh Razalon asks with Nendo with with Nendo, with Nintendo licensing their IPs out for T V anime slash movies, Dave Bagon. Is there anything specific you want to see from them? You know, the more
1: information comes out about things like oh, potential, like Legend of Zelda movies or things like that, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I want that, or if we yeah, even I don't be think worth do it. Either. That's the thing. I mean, you know, I mean, so we we're, so were talking about like TV and movies and stuff like that. Basically, we're probably
0: the wrong demographic. Do you think that's true? I think so I think I think that's the thing. I yeah. think
1: that's the, well. I mean, that Nintendo has this really fine dance to 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 dance between kids which have always been fans of nintendo and those who grew up with nintendo and are now older yeah you know uh it's kind of the same dance star wars has to dance uh yeah it does
0: with but star appealing wars is, to yes. kids
1: and the uber fans for
0: 30 years you know um, uh, I, I like what Doctor Ruhu said, right? Which is the first thing that popped into my mind, which is a return of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> but but if you go back and watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, it was really bad. Oh, the Super Show is pretty terrible. Uh, Super Mario Brothers Three
1: cartoon wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. that bad? I should say. No. Um, then the Super and some Mario of those Legend of
0: Zelda shorts were actually pretty good. Relatively to what they was were on,
1: they were better. better. But um, I mean, compared to something like. Batman:
0: the animated series and it's not even oh no, god so good yeah so all right so let's <laughs> i i don't know that I, i'm not really thinking. not, not especially thinking, I, I'll, think I'll, I'll, I think I'll, we're the, we're the go wrong go. demographic i really yep. do I, I don't think that's the right place for us okay um let's see how we do psychopathers incorrect uh, Anton asks: In light of the Fine Brothers fiasco, I know we moved on from this, but this is—is is is the internet the greatest vehicle for protest, no matter the status of its users? Well, I think Anton, <clears throat> to a certain extent, it's—it's it's certainly the best medium for propagating information, whether or not that information is correct, incorrect, biased, unbiased, freaking idiot, idiotic, or crazy, or 100% verifiably true. It's the best way to propagate information very, very quickly. Does that make it the best vehicle for protest? Depends on if you want your protest to be accurate or not. Um, (laughs) Why do we care about that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. (sighs) how How many things... Has the internet enabled you to care about that you would have never even heard about in your daily life if it weren't for the internet?
1: Yeah, the, the problem is the internet can also give good rise to slacktivism where, hey, upvote mm-hmm. this to save mm-hmm. a kid in Kenya or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like nothing really happens and makes you think you're doing something. But then again, right. like you said, it's great for propagating information. Uh, yep. It can be really good for reversing things that companies do wrong or that people don't like. Things like the Expo and Fiasco the very obvious backlash online for all that definitely led to xbox or microsoft changing a lot of things with their launch yeah for things like government protest i think that in person type things need are much more effective
0: yeah although a lot of the so here's something i'm interested in this goes back to the making a murderer comment we had from before the 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 uh, tid from the tids and bits this uh, today Is you can petition the federal government, and as long as you have over a certain number of threshold of of signatures, I think it's 100,000, there has to be some kind of a response. So they have to actually give it a response. doesn't mean they have to do anything about it. doesn't mean they actually care. doesn't mean many people actually go and read it. But, you know, let's face it. That would be really hard to do to get 100,000 people to show up in front of the White House versus having 100,000 people separately sign a petition with their name. That's relatively easy when you really think about it on the internet. Yes. So in some ways, it's, it's okay to get people to pay attention to something. But again, your ideas can be completely worthless. And uh, it's probably a good thing that people didn't recognize them before. So probably again, I, I don't really... Yeah. Uh, Chakal asks... That's, that's the way I'm pronouncing it, and I'm sticking with it. As with the phone ecosystems, the consoles also have one. Excellent point. What do you think of what happened with this console transition, with many leaving behind the 360 and their digital library? And do you think the digital library of this generation will retain more people during the next transition?
1: That's a complicated question.
0: But an awesome one. Yeah. Uh, The the fact of the matter is I, I am... I think the consoles are almost moving in an opposite direction, which in which by and large in many ways is going to signal their demise. Because I think the consoles are more are more built to have you buy hardware generationally and have you continuously buy software. Um, And not different and varied software. But in many cases, the same software that you can buy in multiple places or that you have purchased before. That is, in many ways, the antithesis of what we just talked about with Google Mm -hmm. or with any of these kind of online ecosystems, right? Um, So I don't see that working out well, regardless of what they do. But to this point, uh, as you say, this, this last transition, they are ruthless in saying, this is the console generation. You can use this hardware to play these games, and that's what you do. Now we're moving on to this one. Which has its own ecosystem and its own library and its own X, Y, Z, and that will not continue moving forward. Hmm. I think that I think that model will die. I think that model eventually will kill <sighs> them unless they evolve. Uh, I agree. <laughs> wow. A plus. Would buy again. Would. <laughs> Great. Great. I can uh, erase that giant question now. I, I was going to talk for 15 minutes while I found the next one. Nope. That was a good, that was uh, a good response. Dr. Ru Who asked to ruin the Commodore, which really, I mean, who else are they going to ask for the show? <laughs> to Bobby yes. Misconnections to, to, to Bimmy Flimflam, <laughs> to, um, to Dave Bogota. Yeah. Dave Bogota, <laughs> which I don't know why I, that's uh, who are the five celebrities you would not want to be on your jury? Oh, I thought that was going to go somewhere else. Celebrities that you would not <laughs> want to be on your jury. Let's see. Kanye West. Wow, racist. No, no read a Kanye West tweet.
1: Wow, Commodore doesn't care about black people.
0: I don't believe this. <laughs> Um let's see. Uh celebrities I would not want on a jury. Dave Bogoda, because he's dead. Cause he's dead. Yep. And he's not a real person. That too. Um
1: He's not real, but he's also dead.
0: Paris Hilton? I feel like she's not a great juror to have. Does anybody remember like is, is Paris Hilton really is like is he alive anymore? Like no one's ever heard of her. Uh, is he alive? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, what what happened? Oh, the, the, when 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 Bruce Jenner went one way, did she I did I miss that?
1: Okay. Uh I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna go with, with one answer, and I think it should it should uh solve everything.
0: Okay. Polly shore. Yeah, I agree with that. I would want Pauly Shore to kind of...
1: And you know who was in the famous Pauly Shore movie, Jury Duty? Abe Stephen uh, What? Abe Vigoda. Steven,
0: what? Oh, Abe yeah. Vigoda. No? Yes. Hold on. I here. thought you were going to say Stephen Baldwin, in which I was going to like, yep, you're right. Stephen Baldwin is. One of the Baldwin brothers. Well, yeah, that too. No, you're thinking of Biodome. Th- but that's still a Pauly Shore movie? Well, yeah. Did you say Paulie Shore movie? Yeah. So that's a Paulie Shore movie. Yeah, I'm talking about Jury Duty. Oh, sorry. I thought you said. I thought you were. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the general category of Paulie Shore movies. You are absolutely correct. Um, there you go. Abe Vigoda. All right, come on, man. Let's let's figure this out here. In, in uh, here we go. This is great. <clears throat> this is. The, you're not going to know anything about this. I already know it. Cool. But but I'm going to I'm going to ask this because you seriously should. By the way, I have not seen the series finale, the, the series, the the uh, season finale yet of, of The Expanse, but uh, we'll be following up on that. Still can't say I recommend the show. Uh, bah, 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 Lucius T says, have Luscious T. You- Thank you. Luscious T. The Luscious T. There's no S in this. It's Luscious, trust me. Luscious T asks, have... There's no S in that. Have either of you had a chance to watch Colony yet? a new sci-fi show starring Josh Holloway and Sarah Wayne Callies, And also, by the way, is created by Carlton Cuse, who was an uh, executive co-producer for Lost as well. It's intrigued me for more than the ex- far more than The Expanse so far. Your last point is the best one. I completely agree. The Colony in two episodes, and that's all I've seen so far, does more to advance a complex story in a compelling way than The Expanse did in eight episodes. Um, The Expanse is a huge universe, in case you couldn't tell from the title Um, but Colony is much, much better and Rue, since we're talking about this right now I'm going to tell you, if you're going to pick a new sci-fi show of the season to watch, you must watch Colony. So far, there's only been three episodes I think, but it is phenomenal
1: Well, I would do that, except I'm beginning my rewatch of Star Trek Enterprise. This temporal cold war is really heating up.
0: Oh, man. You see, just, just, just when I feel like we're making progress with you, it's just right back to square one. Uh, uh, no, well, th- I mean, the Walking Dead comes back in two weeks, so you got that going.
1: <sighs> I got too much watch. I, 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 I there. Are, yeah, the Col- Colony, Colony. I've heard Trust. of. I heard it's very really good. good. Expanse is on
0: my list as well. Ex- I would, I would take Expanse off the list until you watch Colony.
1: Ugh. Okay, people.
0: Jeez. No, I'm telling you, Ex- Expanse, Expanse is, is a, is a, is a lukewarm, but but solid, first season, sci-fi show. But it's lukewarm. These are not people that write for television normally. I don't think they did a particularly good job of writing it for the screen. I heard the novel's fantastic though, so maybe I'll just go do that instead. Okay, a couple more, and then we'll end this whole Google thing. Um By the way, we're being we're being brought to you over a Google product, YouTube. We can talk about that of piece. But uh,
1: I, I, concerning Star Trek Enterprise, the last two seasons were great. But see, uh, Goldsmith is correct. The temporal Cold War is like having your fingernails j- drilled.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: it's it's just Great. it's
0: literally that bad. It's just like it. Uh, all right. How about this one? And and I I don't I'm not sure I even understand the question, but I'm going to ask it. Uh, Psychopather asks, I missed everything tonight. <laughs> oh, no, I, I have to start out with well, I missed everything tonight. Uh, but what do you guys think about the American dream? And American is capitalized. Now, I, I don't know if there's well, something that I missed. America should in, always be capitalized, in media, first off. Well, in media that, that is called the American dream, and I missed it? Or no. if he's actually talking about the proper American dream? No, you commie. He means the American dream. Oh, what do I think about it? Okay. So, I don't know. What, what, what do you mean, what do I think about it? I, I think I think It's great. <laughs> is that your question?
1: Okay, Donald Trump.
0: No, I mean, the American dream make is tri- Make, uh, make is America great again? thats the, I didn't say that. What, what the Yeah, you <laughs> put words in my mouth. I guess that's not weird. You're going to
1: build a wall and make Mexico pay for it?
0: All right. Let's define the American dream. Okay. Can you can you get an objective source before you try to do it yourself? Yep. Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, great. Here we go. It says...
1: The American Dream is a national ethos of the United States, the set of ideals: democracy, rights, liberty, opportunity, and equality. In which freedom includes the opportunity for pros- in which freedom includes that's that's written weird. In which freedom yeah. includes the opportunity for prosperity and success, and an upward social mobility for the family and children achieved
0: through hard work in a society
1: with few barriers. Okay, boom.
0: Got it. I think I think that those last couple sentences were more important than the first couple. But yes. Um, is it so alive again, and we well want to know here? Is it, what do you think about it? Yeah, I, 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 I think it is alive. I think it's well. It, it is long in this country as you can look up on a hill and see a mansion and say to yourself. If I play my cards right, that will be my house. Then the American dream is still alive. I would say,
1: despite despite everyone thinking that the uh, the universe is coming to an end, constantly, especially every four years, that uh, the American Dream is alive and well, probably more so than at any point in the past. I'll go with that. All right. Think about how hard, it, how hard it was to make something out of yourself in the eighteen fifties. Yes. You know. Well, you know, you had to get educated. I know. Oh no, actually you didn't at all. Well, um, well yeah, but but even to get an education, it's really hard. Getting a getting a craft is education of sorts. did that either. But you did have to work really hard. Yeah? And even even
0: yeah. if you worked really hard, you might just be a ditch digger all your life. Well, and, hey. And then and then somebody, you know, and then digging ditches becomes a uh Multi billion dollar industry because you know people got to bury uh, pipes in the ground and all of a sudden you become rich. They got to lay pipe, the oldest, yeah, lay pipe, the oldest Laying pipe is important, man. Sometimes you got to lay pipe, that's just the way it goes. That's, uh, well, I'm gonna end with this the world needs ditch diggers too, yeah, exactly. Hey, man, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> no matter how good or bad your job really is, sometimes. You, you you just sit back and think for a second. Maybe if I were just a ditch digger, I'd be a lot happier. Yeah, um, literally never thought that, but okay. I thought that S- uh, some writer guy asks. That's that's the name. Like I'm not. Wait, I, I thought, thought you. Me. I thought you were yeah. ending. You completely yes. lied. No. 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 I'm ending with this. I just said I'm ending with this. Oh. Pick one favorite 16-bit era game to reboot for this console generation. What would it be and why? Well. 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 Really? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I'll go against everything I said for what? Since we've since we've had the Clan of the Grey Wolf and say Final Fantasy VI, I'd like to see it done well. But I, I don't think that's possible, which is why I'm against it. I think but it's possible. That's
1: that would... why I want to see it. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's other more obscure ones I think would be better, or not better, but also good. Act yeah. would be interesting to see. Evo: Search for Eden would be fun.
0: So um, any idiot could make Act now, just call it something different, I, and make something similar. That's and the I thing. Don't know why people do that? But
1: I, I mean, if if we're gonna go for a good good old nostalgia reboot, bring it back just to see it in in like acting and and cool graphics yeah. and orchestrated music. music. I would say oh, Final yeah. Fantasy VI.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. Boom! All right. Well, with that, we're going to close up this episode of the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. We hope you learned a little bit today about, uh, well, about the googlefication of our lives. Maybe that has some kind of uh, pertinence to your own life in some way. Or maybe you don't share any data with Google, Facebook, Amazon or anybody else. And you watch our show with a tinfoil hat. Uh, in any case... Whichever that happens to be Whether that describes you or not Thank you for taking in this night's program And uh, we, we hope to see you Next time when we, when we broadcast Which will be in two weeks Because as we know now uh, And as we started back in 2015 We are a bi-weekly show So we will Sweet. see you in two <laughs> Wednesdays When will that be?
1: That will be February 17th 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time yeah, standard. Take that. On me take
0: on me please take it
1: back, yeah no. back away night hey night. i saw real big fish last friday by the way
0: you bumped into them in the bar or you saw them at a show at, at in concert you, did you go to see real big fish or were they open an opening act
1: no you fool they were not act- they were the act they were it how much did you pay for this 15 bucks oh wow okay it's that's decent pretty. it's really good. decent it's a good time good. They played three songs that we played in Marching Band in college. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Sell Out, uh, Take On Me. And, and ironically, they played uh, Impression That I Get. Oh, that is ironic. They're like, okay, here's, here's a song we're well known for back in the 90s. And they start playing no. Impression That I Get. They're like, wait, wait. wait. So- no, no, sorry. That was less than Jake that did that. Oh my god! That's
0: that's <laughs> it's like it's, that's just awesome. That's great. I love that I was in a Ska band when Ska was like so dead, it was deader than dead, and now like Scott's coming back and people enjoy Ska's it. Cool, uh, um, Ska's cool, man. is coming back. Oh, by Ska's the way, back.
1: yeah, I'll be at Magfest whenever that is. Um, it's coming up shortly. Uh, only for only for a Saturday, so uh, it'll, it'll probably be wandering around February twentieth yes uh up in dc so if you're around come say hi i'll be wandering around doing things
0: the end cool that's good i like that i you know if i were there i would i would do that (laughs) but i won't be all right all right now you now uh, you can do your thing yeah no and yeah now, uh, now you can get out of the way all right so um yeah. So, if you have any ideas uh, about any future or upcoming episodes that you'd like to to fo- us to focus on as the topic du jour, please let us know. You know where to find us, and if you don't, too bad. Go look it up, you jerks. You got the internet. There's Google out there. Come on, figure it out. Please, <laughs> please. please. Okay, Google. Okay. Yeah. Please, how would I? Where is Rue? Commodore. <laughs> um. Good. Okay, so, folks, listen, we're going to we're going to close this thing up because we're just been talking way too long about Google. But never for next time, we'll have another fresh topic du jour to speak with you about. And we hope that uh, sincerely, we hope you will join us at that point. Until then, for Rue, I am the Commodore from the Clan of the Gray Wolf. And there is no reset button.
1: R.I.P. Dave Bogota. good enough